Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Mayfield has a new team after he was traded from Cleveland to the Carolina Panthers. The Browns hope that Deshaun Watson will be able to play this season, but after the NFL's disciplinary hearing ended last week, we're waiting words still as to whether he will be suspended, which we all expect, but for how long, we just don't know yet. Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, Courtney Cronin, Harry Douglas sitting in for the guys on this Thursday afternoon. Pleased to welcome in one of the hosts of this show, Chris Canty. Uh, Chris, we were talking with Lance Zerline from 97.5 in Houston, and he brought up a good point. Like We've talked so much about Baker Mayfield and, and what's going on for Carolina, what's going on for the Browns, but you know the team that's kind of left in the fallout of all of this is the Houston Texans. So, like... The Texans post Deshaun Watson as we move into this new era where they're trying to move forward in this rebuild and having to realize that it didn't work out in a very bad way with their quarterback. Like, what do you think the perception is of Houston right now in in the aftermath of Watson being traded out of there? Well, I think it's all about Davis Mills and whether or not he can prove that he deserves an opportunity to be the franchise quarterback, the guy that the Texans build around moving forward. Now we know there's a strong crop of quarterbacks coming out of the college ranks in 2023 and the Texans figure to be in the mix in the top five, top 10, somewhere around thereabouts. And so Davis Mills has an opportunity to build on a strong rookie campaign. If he can prove in his sophomore season that, uh, that he's the guy that they should move forward with, and I think that will be what defines the post Deshaun Watson era of Texans football. Chris, do you think by any chance, when you look at the Houston Texans organization, and I was just talking to Courtney and Shannon during commercial break, when you look at the four uh, most important players that played in the Houston Texans uniform, you look at Andre Johnson, you look at J.J. Watt, you look at DeAndre Hopkins, and then you look at um, Deshaun Watson, and how all four of those guys left uh, that organization uh, in a disgruntled way, do you think that's a stain um, that, that sticks on the Houston Texans organization as well? Yeah, I mean, it's about the right culture, right? And I know people use the term culture as a catch-all, but there's a reason why they've cycled through, you know, all pro-caliber talent. They've cycled through quarterbacks. They've cycled through head coaches. It's because they don't have the infrastructure in place. They don't have the culture in place to be able to bring out the best in the people that they do have in the building. And so that's going to have to be something that gets turned around. I'm not sure if Lovey Smith can do it. Lovey seemed more like a plan C or D for the Texans this offseason. They wanted to go the direction of Josh McCown, but he didn't have any coaching experience in the National Football League. And with the fallout 
from the Brian Flores discrimination lawsuit, it made it hard for them to hire the guy that was their first choice. And so it feels like it was a fallback. We'll see what, whether or not Lovey can, can do enough to stay, to remain the head coach of the Houston Texans. I thought David Culley did a great job last year, but it wasn't enough for him to keep his job as a tech coach. So we'll see where the Texans go. I, I'm, I'm skeptical about that organization because I don't necessarily trust that leadership is going to do the right things in terms of empowering the people to do the jobs in their respective roles. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. You're listening to Canty and Carlin. We're talking with Chris Canty, one of the hosts of this show. Um, Baker Mayfield to Carolina after he was traded from Cleveland because Cleveland got the Houston Texans quarterback, Sean Watson, in a trade. It's this giant never-ending loop of craziness in the NFL. I'm wondering, from your perspective, how different will it be? Like, Why will Baker Mayfield succeed in Carolina in ways that Sam Darnold could not? Well, Baker Mayfield's a better quarterback. Baker Mayfield has done more in this league than Sam Darnold has. I mean, think about it. Two years ago, Baker took a team to the playoffs and won a road playoff game. In his rookie season, even with the dysfunction with the coaching staff, Baker Mayfield set the rookie passing touchdown record. Now, it's since been passed by Justin Herbert, but still, that's an accomplishment. So, if you just look at the resumes of the two quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield has done more in terms of productivity in the NFL. Now, Baker Mayfield has also had a significantly better supporting cast um, in his four seasons in the league than Sam Darnold has. So we'll see if he can elevate the talent around him down in Carolina. But, you know, Courtney, I I think that the one thing that you can say Baker has going for him, it's a fresh start. He's going to be motivated. You see he gave back $3.5 million of guaranteed salary Players in the NFL don't give back money. They just don't. But it shows you how bad Baker Mayfield wanted this opportunity and how important it is to him to give himself the best chance to succeed, which is getting with his new team, getting acclimated to the new teammates, the playbook, and getting ready for training camp, which kicks off in about three weeks. Now, Baker Mayfield, if he wins the job, will have that opportunity. Uh, with that being said, do you think the Carolina Panthers are set up for success with Baker Mayfield at the quarterback position. And success, I mean making it to the playoffs in 2022-23 season. Ooh, that's, that's, that's lofty. That's lofty. I, I'll say this. The Carolina Panthers' defense is legit. Yes. They had the number two defense in the National Football League last year, and they had the 30th-ranked offense. Now, Harry, spending as much time in the league as you have, you know this, it's hard to have a really good defense when you're out there all damn day. But the Carolina Panthers were that. And they have impact players on all three levels of that defense. You look at the front, they got Brian Burns who can get after it, getting to the quarterback. They got Shaq Thompson in their linebacking court, former first-round pick. And then they got Jeremy Chin, who quietly is one of the best safeties in the National Football League. So I believe in what Phil Snow, their defensive coordinator, has built on that side of the ball. And I also like the direction that the Carolina Panthers are going with their offensive line. Drafting Ike Aquano with a top-ten pick, signing Austin Corbett to man their right guard position, and then Taylor Mouton, their right tackle. So they're rebuilding the areas that they need to, and so it's going to be up to Baker Mayfield now to try to take advantage of it. Chris, before we let you go, let's look at the Brown side of this. You mentioned the salary, Baker Mayfield giving back $3.5 million to kind of bet on himself there. Was this a good deal for the Browns, knowing that they might be without Deshaun Watson for an indefinite period of time and having to turn to Jacoby Brissett? 
Well, they were never going to be able to go back to Baker Mayfield. And I know people floated that possibility. Mm-hmm. That was never going to happen. They sent a message to Baker loud and clear when they traded for Deshaun. They gave up three first-round draft picks. They guaranteed $230 million to a guy that had 24 pending civil lawsuits. There was no shot that they were going to turn back to Baker Mayfield. And that's why the Cleveland Browns were proactive and going after Jacoby Brissett and signing Josh Dobbs this offseason because they knew if Deshaun Watson does face discipline that they're going to have to roll with another quarterback that's not named Baker Mayfield. So from that perspective, I think they made the best decision um, with everybody around the National Football League knowing that they had to move off of Baker. They got a conditional mid-round pick. It could be as high as a fourth-round pick depending on play time for Baker. So I think it's a solid deal for the Browns considering uh, all the different factors. And Baker was the only quarterback in that room. Uh, There's three that they assembled, the least amount of draft capital that they had to give up, by far the cheapest to acquire considering they gave up a 2021 six-rounder and a second and fourth-round pick in 2022 for Sam Darnold. And then they acquired, they got Matt Corral because they acquired a 2022 fourth-round pick uh, and a 2023 third-round pick given up to go and trade up and get him. He is Chris Canty, host of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, joining Courtney Cronin and Harry Douglas. Canty, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for holding it down. You you. got it. ESPN Radio presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Save on commercial auto insurance from Progressive. Get a fast quote at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Coming up next... How much better does Baker Mayfield make the Panthers? We discuss here on ESPN Radio in the ESPN app. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Kenny and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Courtney Crone and Harry Douglas kicking it with you on this Thursday my afternoon. Name is, my name is, my what, name is. What is your name? Harry, Harry, Harry Douglas. I can just keep this rolling. I mean, we've got time. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, Baker Mayfield has a new home. He is headed to the Carolina Panthers. Cheap quarterback for the Panthers. Their quarterback room has been assembled Uh with Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and Matt Corral, but the Panthers only had to give up a conditional fifth-round pick for Baker Mayfield, and they're only paying $4.85 million of his $18.8 million fifth-year option. Um, But this is also a team that gave up six draft picks total to assemble a room that is not great. Uh, They realize that the Sam Darnold thing was a mistake, so... Clearly, they believe that Baker Mayfield can take this team further than they got last season with Sam Darnold. And, you know, I know I know everybody's wondering about how much better Baker Mayfield can make the Carolina Panthers. But one element of this we haven't talked about is Matt Corral. Like, I don't think anyone expected when they drafted him in the third round, they traded up to go get him this year, that he was going to be close to being the starter this season. He's a project for a and reason. not even Matt Rule, because if he was going to bank on hanging his head on Matt he Corral. He would have gone after exactly. the dude who ended up in Detroit. Yep. Um, but, like, to me, I look at this situation for Matt Corral, and I wonder, 
what what what's the end game for him? Like, what does Baker Mayfield being there mean for the rookie third rounder? I think for Matt Corral is you're still going to compete and try to show the coaching staff, and not just the coaching staff, your teammates, that you can be the guy and can be the starter. Now, Matt Corral, one of the things I loved about him when he was in college is the quick pace and the way he gets the ball out of his hands. The knock that I actually had on him is that you didn't see a lot of tight window throws, which we know in the NFL, you're gonna guys aren't going to be wide open. He got a lot of free access throws, and what I mean by free access, the corner's eight, nine yards off, and you're seeing it, and you're throwing it to the slot receiver so he can gain however many yards. Or you're throwing those slants outside. Or you're just throwing goal routes to wide receivers uh, from corners playing lazy technique and off coverage. You didn't see a lot of those tight window throws that you've seen from a Joe Burrow when he was at LSU threading the needle. But the mindset of a guy like Matt Corral has to be, you know what, I'm going to go in here every day, I'm going to compete, and I'm going to show my coaches and this staff, and I'm going to show my teammates that I am a force to be reckoned with. I am a guy that they can count on. But did I think Matt Corral was going to be the starting quarterback when they drafted him? No, I didn't because we all know that Matt rules and his his, his job is on the line. And I don't think you're, he, you're leaving your hat on a rookie quarterback mm-hmm. when your job's on the line. Malik Willis was the name I was looking for. He does oh, not with the play. Tennessee. He plays, with the Tennessee. He does not play for the Detroit Lions. That is the fatigue you can blame that on. He plays for Tennessee. But I remember like they had a chance to go get him at six. Yep. And they instead made the smart decision to not do that. And they went to get Ike Aquanu to fix their offensive line, which desperately needed it. And addressing the quarterback position later on in getting Matt Corral for the future mm. was the right move. Yep. And not having to overdraft just because of all the, the fodder that was around. Especially when you see where Malik Willis exactly. fell in the draft. Exactly. But as far as Matt Corral's concerned in my mind, like this season is going to be the learning year for him and, and getting to see how like what a quarterback competition looks like. Because we know from Carolina's perspective, Baker Mayfield's coming in there to win the job probably his regardless you didn't just do all that yesterday Correct. when there was all this mutual interest and mutual disinterest and kind of backbiting between those two uh throughout the offseason but they brought him in for a reason but he has to compete between himself and Sam Darnold to win the job so Matt Corral gets to have a good learning experience here I think and what could be a you know could be a really good year some people believe that the Carolina Panthers have a ceiling of being a playoff team others like you and me do not see that as being a realistic possibility <laughs> considering what their division looks like. I know the NFC is a weaker NFC this year, but I still think that there are eight or nine other teams that could contend for the playoffs, even though seven spots ahead of the Carolina Panthers. But in the end, clearly they think that Baker Mayfield makes them better. This is a run. This is an offense that is predicated off of having a very strong rushing attack. Baker Mayfield has been in an offense like that in Cleveland the last couple of years where a lot of what they do is based off of set it up, set up the passing game off play action with a really good run game. Now, do you see that translating to what Carolina does? And we know that they've got Christian McCaffrey, they have Chuba Hubbard, but is that what they expect to happen with Baker Mayfield? Like, is, is, he, be- is he a better fit in this offense than Sam Darnold? Ooh, I thought they that, were kind of the same guy in a that's, lot of respects. That's a tough one, but I, but I do believe he's a better quarterback than Sam Darnold. Um, but I think one of the things that helped, a big, helped the Baker Mayfield out in Cleveland, especially the last two years, is having that rushing attack and having not one guy but two guys and having a solid offensive line that you can just hand the football off and say, you know what, take some pressure off of me. Mm-hmm. 
And when you look at the Carolina Panthers, you're looking at Christian McCaffrey, who's coming off injury, not just last year, but the previous two years. Chuba Hubbard, I'm high on him. I was high on him when he was at Oklahoma State. Um, I think Chuba Hubbard can carry some load, but you're going to have to do it by committee. And you can't have one of those guys go down, and now you're looking like, okay, who else are we going to add to this to, to, to this running back room to, to pick up the slack of the whoever went down? Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you look at Baker Mayfield and you look at the circumstances, I think he's on his last limb to be a starting quarterback. Uh, but I don't want him to press the issue either because when you're pressing like that, that can also lead to uh, bad play from the quarterback position. Just go out there and play the game of football to the best of your abilities. And the first thing Baker has to do, I won't say the first thing because he has to learn the offense, which I don't think he's going to have a problem doing. But uh, one of the things I think he has to do is being able to gain the trust of his teammates, and not just his teammates, but the coaching staff as well. That's part of reinventing yourself as a quarterback, somebody who, you know, his leadership was brought into question. There's now, it's always funny how these things happen when there's a trade like this, that how did it come to be, how did this whole thing fall apart? Those stories are now told, and I read one that was on The Athletic earlier today that pointed to a divide between the coaching staff, head coach Kevin Stefanski and Baker Mayfield, things that were going on behind the scenes. And we heard last year in season about the trust and lack thereof that might have taken place and might have been evident between Baker Mayfield and the coaching staff, but also... You know, Odo Beckham Jr. didn't just force his way out of there because he thought that Baker Mayfield couldn't hit him in stride. Mm -hmm. There were some other issues going on behind the scenes. Robbie Anderson didn't put what he put on Instagram, those little subtle comments when someone asked him. I don't want him. Flat out that, you know, do you you want Baker Mayfield? No. Like, and now he's trying to walk that stuff back. I don't want him. Like, you can say what you want publicly now, but to me, it's very clear that Baker Mayfield has – a personality that can rub people the wrong way. You either love him or you you think he's adversarial, and it's dif- he's difficult to deal with. He's got to win that locker room over. It's not. Ju- I'm with you. It's not just learning the offense. It's not yep. just you know trying to figure out how to reinvent yourself from a an on field perspective. It's the leadership and the intangible stuff, and you know winning over that group that could go a long way. And this is his one-year chance to, to do that, to set himself up, because otherwise you become Sam Darnold in that respect, where Sam is headed towards being a backup quarterback for the rest of his life, the number three overall pick in the 2018 draft. He now is going to become a backup quarterback because that window to prove yourself is very small. And now Baker Mayfield's facing that same thing. If you don't get it right this year, you're done do you as know, a starting quarterback. Do you know how crazy this is, though, that the number one draft pick and the number three draft pick in that draft they are on the can, same team, can, can, but can possibly be, like yeah, the gap derail the other's career. Kind of crazy. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened before, but um, it, it's wild nonetheless to think about the quarterback competition between those two and and what that looks like going forward. We'll see how much better Baker Mayfield makes the Carolina Panthers this year. I do think it was an upgrade at the position, but I'm not so sure that it makes them a playoff team by any stretch in 2022. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. Coming up next, is conference expansion beneficial for college athletics? We discuss Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This is going to be so interesting to see how and what's next. Like how this thing will end up going down this year because we know that more teams are coming. Yep. More teams are going to be added. It's Notre just a matter, Dame cannot, just a matter of when. No matter, like, no, Notre Dame's next. I don't know when, but that's a matter of time for me. And, and we said this on First Take earlier. I think it's what crumbles first, the ACC or the college football playoff, because they want a path to the national championship. Right now, they don't have a very clear one as an independent. And they have their own case, which is, you know, it's, it's, it's different in its own right because they want to remain that independent status. But... You know, they, too, have to worry about their non-revenue sports because everything else, they are ACC yep. sports um, sanctions. So we'll see. I don't know if it's great for college sports. I, it doesn't feel like it. College football will be fine, though. Like That oh, will yeah. be fine on its own in terms of the revenue. Regionality, what makes the sport so great, jeopardized by what the two super conferences could become. But no one should be surprised about this. College football loves realignment. And even more than that, they love money. Kenny and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Courtney Crone and Harry Douglas presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Coming up next, we'll tell you some traveling tips and hacks. We're in New York right now, and we are both experts at this whole travel thing. And we've learned a couple new things over the last few days. We'll get into that next. ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Cronin, Harry Douglas, sitting in for Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. So I found out you have – what's the status you have on Delta? Because you dropped a little nugget on me the other day that you fly first class regularly. So you must have a lot of miles. I'm a diamond guy. Diamond It's a diamond medallion status. Yes, I still can't diamond, get out of diamond. sky priority or whatever it is <laughs> because I usually only fly United. But you're an Atlanta guy. It makes sense. It's yep. your airport. Um, as you've – you know, expanded what you do here at ESPN. You're traveling all the time. Yep. Like, but it sounds like the airport's actually a place that you enjoy. Oh. It's not the bane of your existence like it was mine last oh, week so leaving good. New York. So, so why is that? There's this restaurant in Terminal B um, called Pachelles. Uh The main restaurant is right in Atlanta, in the heart of Atlanta, um, right by the Falcons' new stadium, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and right. the restaurant is even better. But this rest- restaurant at Pachelles. Uh, which our producer Shannon has been to. Show me the receipt and the commercial break and everything. Show me his receipt. That's how I knew it was true to his heart. The food there, the fried chicken, baked chicken, the yams, collard greens, okay, macaroni so and cheese. Macaroni and cheese is too good for my jeans. Everything. <laughs> so you go to, do you go early to the airport? I go, like, 
Are you normally a two-hour guy, or are you chancing it like I am, where it's like 45 minutes before takeoff and you're so running to the gate? I chance it a lot, and I break I break the line a lot. I have to jump a lot of people, even if it's a line of TSA or the first class. So I have a meeting when I get back home, TSA pre-check, because I've been cutting it close. I just almost missed my flight coming here. Wait, did they did they say, Harry, we need to talk to you, or you have a meeting to no, like— No, like to, to get TSA pre-check. You oh, you don't have it them, yet. Interview, all okay. that, yeah. Do you have clear right now? Yeah, I do have clear. Okay, so clear, clear's good. But, but sometimes it's in Atlanta— the Airport is bad. Like it's always, always backed bad. Up. And the pre-check line there is bad. But too. I have to have passions. Like I sit in the line for forty-five minutes, almost miss my flight to come up here just because I wanted it that bad. What did you get? Uh, fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, and yams, and they give me cornbread too. So that gives you. I mean, the good thing is when you're. I don't like to be awake on planes. I want to like land. I want to take off and land and be asleep for the whole thing. So I assume you fell asleep because of that heavy meal that you just had before you flew. And not only that, I get to expense it because I'm traveling for work. That's great. I'm throwing that in there as well. As you should. Um, Okay, I need to go to this Pashels. You have to go. I'm always in and out of it. Terminal B. Because it feels like that's like the the big place that I always end up connecting through. Um, Fried chicken, macaroni, and cheese is too big for my jean. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I, I'm never going to get that out of my head uh, from here on out. But, okay, I like these travel tips and hacks that Harry, Harry is bestowing on all of us. Um, yeah, yeah. Macaroni and cheese. Maybe that's what I'm going to have for dinner tonight. Hopefully it won't be too good for my jeans. I only have, like, one pair with me when I travel. <laughs> Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Carlo wrote this song about Harry and his hey. diamond medallion status, no less. Did you know that? But here's the thing about it, though. Like, I I just book main cabin tickets, and most of the time— You they get upgraded. Up, yeah. That's nice. That's nice. That's and, I mean, like, I assume you chartered everywhere, like, when you were playing ball, so, like— First class. Okay, that's, that's uh, one that's thing, thing I got to ask like, you when about. When we, went, we, went, we went to away games— you know, I sat in the back of the plane by the restroom because that's where the old heads sat while we was playing cards, shooting dice on the plane. That's we went. We going to the back. But aren't those first class seats? Like I thought, a charter plane, like a lot of teams, don't they like take this? North, it's not like you're flying Southwest and like you know, no leg room, no offense or anything. Um, I thought they were, these were like big chairs. You're athletes. You're an athlete. I mean, no, I know the you're coaches not like, are in first class while the players are in coach. So like they're normal seats. Yes. I th- okay. But wow, but you may have like me. one guy to like three seats or two people so to three seats. So you can spread out. Yeah. But you're still like slumming it back there trying to like rest and like you're what? rest. I mean you're you're a slot We gambling so, on okay, the back of that damn right. plane. Court rest. We shooting CeeLo, three dice. We shooting craps, two dice. We playing Tunk. We playing Boo-Ray. You're six three, right? This is what no, I'm trying I'm six to get. One, I'm six one. Okay, you're slot. Re- you're a slot receiver in the NFL, so you're not like cramping your bodies. Like you're you're too busy shooting dice, so you don't have any time to rest. I don't give a damn about the cramp. When okay. you got a, a, a substantially amount of money on that plane floor, I don't give a damn if I gotta sit on the floor to shoot this. You three don't even dice. put it on the tray table. And I'm the bank. <laughs> See, and CeeLo three dice. When I'm the bank, you mess around. You roll a four, five, six. You stand up the rest of the plane. That means you automatically win four, five, six. Okay. I gotta fly with you from now on. Yes. Can you can you can you do this on a commercial flight? 
You can't. They're going to look at you crazy, but you can't. <laughs> I mean, there, people have done worse things on planes and <laughs> yeah. gotten themselves duct taped to seats for being, like, bad people. Well, so, I don't I mean, like the is... people, you know, who blow up the restroom. <laughs> it, handle that when, you, before you get on the plane. Because I don't, as soon as you open that door, I don't want that whooshing all in my nose, my nostrils. <laughs> Do number two before you get on the airplane. Don't go to Pesha's, what you're saying. <laughs> the places you're going to before every I wouldn't even, I would never do number two on the airplane just, just to let everyone know. I will hold it till I get off. <laughs> Kenny and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Um, Harry's travel tips and tricks seems like it should be an ebook that you write because you don't have like 90,000 other things that you're doing right now. Um, this is, this is good stuff. What is the best travel tip you've been given? Or like, what's the best hack that you can give people? Um, if you're a person that doesn't like to fly, you get headaches. So I get headaches a lot. That's why I don't mind sleeping on the plane, but I would, uh, sleep before we even take off or take a goodie powder. Goodie powder. Yeah. I have a headache right now. What's a goodie powder? That's like a, um, you take it the night before. If you had a long night of drinking, take you a goodie powder before you go to bed. It, it, what you, is this? It'll help you with hangovers, headaches, all that kind of stuff. A goodie? Wait, 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 it, it's like a... Sounds illegal, Harry. It's not It's not crack, but it looks like it. Like, it looks like it. it <laughs> it's could. not rocked up. It's more powder. I mean, form, well, man. it looks like Come cocaine. On, Harry, what are we doing here? Is I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> see, that's how you know I don't know what the hell crack it... Like, see, that's how you know I, I've never even, you know... That's I, how we know you're an angel. Exactly. Um, I mean, okay, so you... It's goody powder. So you take this before you get in an airplane. Like, you know what I do is because I get ear blocks. Like, I'm Ooh. I'm a 31-year-old who gets ear infections. I'm a child, effectively. So, like, <laughs> I take Afrin to open up my nasal cavity and my passages. So, like, the any sort of, like, post-nasal drip, even if you blow your nose, you could still, like, I don't want to rupture my eardrum on the plane. So now I guess I need to, like, change up what I do. Baby ears. <laughs> okay, yeah, Shannon's, Shannon's showing me. This is our goodies headache powder. How have goodies, I never heard of this? Oh, it's work, aspirin. Goodie, goodies work for everything. Okay. Like, I'm going to take a goodie as soon as I get out of here, and then I'm going to eat my food that I ordered from Uber Eats, because I just want to kick my feet up, and I'm going to watch some sports and watch You're some basketball. you no, no, I had it last night, You're though. You're going to get it on the way home? You, right, will damn you, right. Will you eat it? Like, all right, I land. I want to get the hell out of the airport. Are you going to go to the Pashals, get your to-go bag? Eat it bag. before I go home. No, I'm going to sit down, and I'm going <laughs> to eat it before I even go home. So I always get it when I'm going to wherever I got to go and when I'm coming back home. I mean, I would say... Unless my wife cooked, then I'm not getting it. I would say it's a good way to, like, beat the traffic in Atlanta, but there's always traffic in Atlanta. So, like, especially leaving that airport. Um, Pashals. Pashals, okay. Um, Pashals, goodie powder, goodies powder. Goodie powder, not crack, no. Not crack, it's um, it's acetaminophen (laughs) and it's uh, aspirin. So both of those things are legal substances here in the United States of America, um, it does. I'm looking at a photo of it right now. It doesn't. It looks a little suspicious. You ever have a headache? It'll change. I promise you, it'll change your life. So, what do you do? Put it under your tongue? You stick it right there on your tongue. Don't be scared. Don't take it with water, though. Have oh, you, don't take it. You gotta. Hell let, no. Why? You better have a Gatorade or Sprite or Coke. Do not take a goodie powder. Why? Because it's nasty. So what, what? What does the Coke or Sprite do? Just masks the taste? Yeah, it t- t- dissolves the taste a little bit. Makes it not taste so bad. All right. Um. Because it comes in a powder form, it it it, it works quicker than you would have it. It hits the bloodstream quicker. Yeah. Okay. Because it gets right into it. Seems like. Uh, Shannon, you, how have I never Are you heard sure about you're just before? talking about a goodie powder, Shannon? <laughs> ESPN Radio is brought to you by. <laughs> We're owned by Disney. Uh, I'll remind everybody of that. Um, 
Okay, this is good stuff. I'm going to go get some of this because this feels like, I mean, I love going to sleep on airplanes. Just like get me to my destination so I can like be you know refreshed and, and get up and go. So you're going to get refreshed next listening to Spain and Fitz. Harry and I are getting out of here. More travel tips and hacks coming your way tomorrow on Candy and Carlin. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.